0: Welcome to season two. Season two. Episode one Damn. of Fire and Air. Fire and air. <laughs> finally. I might do an ad Finally, finally, finally. Um, just to reintroduce ourselves because you've probably all forgotten who we are. Indeed. Um, Indeed. I am Kush. I am Omar And we are fire and air season 2.
1: Damn guys, we've been on a roller coaster, I can't lie. We can we have to be honest. We have to be we honest. honest. We we've been on roller coasters. I mean, we've we're always on a roller coaster. I mean, that's how we started <laughs> all of our episodes now. <laughs> like, what? Um, nothing has changed since season 1, obviously. No. But what
0: has happened is we recorded this yesterday. Bearing in mind to actually get to even recording this yesterday, it was a whole journey in itself. Yep. I was projectile vomiting yeah was crying yeah um then we recorded the whole episode yeah how long were we recording
1: an hour and 16 minutes
0: and we were at the last point
1: we was concluding we was wrapping it up boom
0: <laughs> deleted gone gone forever laptop died laptop recording died. gone
1: yep yep that was nice that was a fun trip
0: but we moved yeah, that was just the L we had to take yesterday. We took a lot of L's. And... <laughs> but anyway. We're back. We're back. So, a better. Yes. And today's episode, we're talking about a mishmash of things.
1: Mishmash.
0: <laughs> so today, we are going to be talking about the soul journey. The soul's journey. The journey of the soul. What the soul journey is. And the kind of human connections that you make. In this soul journey and how you can use these connections by controlling how you perceive these connections to help you on your soul journey. <sighs> Sounds handy to me. Yes, because people are useful and we need to use people. <laughs> in healthy ways. To our advantage. Yes.
1: <laughs> so evil. Oh, so handy. evil.
0: So let's just start with, you know, a little bit of definitions. Uma, tell us. What is a soul journey? A soul journey. Where I would start when
1: defining the soul journey is thinking about what a soul actually is, um, how a soul is made, and how it is, I see it anyway, as kind of like, this power energy but like there's nothing it's see-through like you can't see it but it's just energy and it's just it's the thing that gives us consciousness it's the thing that you know, carries all of our life lessons all of the experiences that we do go through and I think obviously not all of it is conscious in the sense that we can access every single experience alive in our mind right now but Our soul carries all of that. And through the soul journey, we develop that shape, the form, the construction. And that's why everyone's is so unique.
0: Um, Because everyone has different life experiences. Everyone's everyone's soul journey looks different.
1: And I think it offers the explanation as to why, like... Some people have learned some things and some people just haven't learned other things. Like some people are born very wise and some
0: people aren't. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of that explanation. Yeah, like new souls, old souls. Yeah. You'd say an old soul, is like they've they've been on the soul journey for a while. Yeah. Yeah. We use the concept of reincarnation to explain how the soul goes through its journey through difficult, different, through different physical forms. So it's the belief that to start off your journey your your soul is in the physical form of an ant then you die you get reincarnated into a i don't know give me an animal koala bear koala bear <laughs> and yeah you get me you get the gist of it yeah your soul is going through all these different different physical forms on this journey new experiences picking up lessons picking up trauma picking up pain now your soul is an accumulation of experiences Mm -hmm. pain trauma things that need to be healed yeah and quite specific everyone has quite I don't know a specific thing to heal considering like what kind of journey their soul has been on yeah and the soul journey has a higher purpose of healing yourself and restoring your own balance your own soul's balance yes, and yeah so like the connections that you make and the people that you meet through the soul journey and how you can like use these people to help heal heal your soul
1: How do you think your soul journey is going? Mm,
0: I think my soul journey is, is going good, I think I'm at the point in my life right now where I'm able to clearly see kind of what path I need to take and what I need to heal and I think I'm using my tools correctly around me I think I'm just like in the process of like leveling up to that yeah yeah I think I've been there for a while I think I've been avoiding it for a while but also I think I've been human like a thousand times like I literally (laughs) think I've been living a very similar life again and again and again and again and again yeah so how's your soul journey going (laughs) my soul journey I think my soul journey
1: is, I don't feel like I've been human a thousand times before. I feel like, I don't know how many times I've been human though. I might've done before, but like, I don't say, I don't think it's been a thousand times. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I might've done maybe a few times. I feel like this soul journey's purpose though, is to experience loss and to master detachment. Um, through being present
0: um you know how I was saying that I think I've been human like a thousand times that's because I just feel like I've actually lived the same life again and again and again and again because I've just realized that everything happens in cycles like life is just a cycle like I feel like in my current conscious life I go through the same kind of mm. situation same kind of yeah, just, like, same yeah. kind of experiences yeah. again and again. Definitely. And I feel like I was going through this in my past life, in my past lives yeah. again and again. And I just feel like these, when I, like these cycles, like, they're in everyone's life. Yeah. But we just have to be aware, like, aware of them. Yeah. And often, like, what kind of things you're going through in these cycles is an indication of what your soul journeys yeah. like, what you need to heal in your soul journey to reach that kind of, like, higher state 100%. of being. And, um, yeah, like damn like I think specifically like we were saying that the types of cycles that we've noticed is like in our romantic romantic friendship yeah. like or just oh just generally
1: yeah to be honest we have yeah, yeah that's probably where we felt it the most like
0: um yeah so there's actually like loads of different types of spiritual connections mm-hmm. um probably like the people within these categories of spiritual connections are the people that you're most likely to experience these cycles with because it's these cycles that are helping you learn your higher purpose your soul journey and these are like your spiritual connections that help that so we're gonna talk about a few of them when defining it i feel
1: like it's nice to look at it as like a zooming bubble going in um so you'd see like the visualization <laughs> <laughs> you love these
0: <laughs> you love
1: these right now <laughs> I love um so the first group of the outer bubble would be soul groups. Actually, nah, let's start even zooming out from that. So the first first group of connections is just every single person around you because we're all connected. Um, that would even include animals, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going in is soul groups, and soul groups is kind of people that you think. I don't know that you pass through on a more of a regular basis, I was thinking. So maybe the people you went to school with, maybe your teachers, some traditional spiritual people would even say neighbours would be part of your soul group. Um, but yeah, soul group is kind of like that outer shell. And then zooming in again in that is karmic relationships, and karmic relationships are people that we naturally feel a draw to we're just some reason we're friends now some reason we're together now some reason we're family like for some reason there's just an attraction there and these people are there to challenge you particularly they're here to tell you some type of lesson um they're here to even show you kind of more beautiful things in life as well um so yeah karmic relationships are quite strong in that sense and then going in even more is soulmates. Now, would you believe, like, in multiple soulmates or one soulmate? What would you
0: say? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's more of a, like, a a problem I have. <laughs> like, everyone is my soulmate. <laughs> so, you know, I know. I, yeah, definitely, like, multiple yeah. soulmates. Like, I think the soulmate is just someone who, like, your souls are intertwined, like, there is a deep, deep, deep bond between your souls that just has a foundation of love from mm. past mm. lives. Your soul journeys have been very connected. Yeah. Um, defo, that's what I would see soulmates as
1: as well. Just deep connection, <laughs> deep, deep. Deep. Yeah. Um, and then zooming in even further is Twin Flames. This is controversial. A lot of people don't... Have- agree with it i don't know if i even agree with it to be honest like i wouldn't necessarily say no it's definitely not a thing but
0: i wouldn't say yeah it's definitely a thing either i think it's because because like we have been able to identify people that you were like yeah they're my soulmate or like yeah i've had a relationship. Yeah. But i've never met someone that i'm like you're my twin flame yes yeah,
1: someone that's
0: definitely yeah so maybe flame. like we just have to meet them to know
1: yeah maybe yeah. maybe <clears throat> maybe but I want to say the story. Yes. I want to say the story. So to explain what the twin flame is, um, I'm going to tell the Greek mythology behind it. So there's Zeus, big man Zeus with his lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lightning bolt you. I'm going to lightning bolt you. He created humans in Greek mythology. And he basically originally made humans to be as if it was like a double human, two humans literally put together. So they've got four arms, they've got four legs, they've got two heads, like literally double everything. And you can imagine like, that's quite a powerful structure to have if then people are working well together. And obviously they're the same human, so they're made to work compatibly together. Zeus was like, no, you lot, you man, you man are way too powerful. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Direct quote. Direct quote. <laughs> And yeah, he said, we're too powerful. So I'm gonna lightning bolt you and turn you into separate humans. But your brains are still like as compatible as they should be as if they're together. But you're now in two different human forms. So yeah, that means when they meet each other, they feel complete. They feel whatever they've been doing is now working with the other person that they've never met before. Um, and it means your lives can coexist and, like, really get along with each other without, you know, like, major things happening that shit happens and then we break up with people. Like, <laughs> we wouldn't break up, basically, if you found your twin flame.
0: And what's the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate? I think soulmates can be platonic.
1: You don't think twin flames can? I feel like twin flames are romantic because they're built so you can literally coexist together and work as a team and I think you know like in terms of procreation romance procreation all of that is included
0: with it oh interesting essentially does that make sense that would make sense Mm. that would make sense yeah yeah but yeah so like look at the people in your lives and try and just like categorize them yeah you know see who do you think's in your soul group um, who do you think you have karmic relationships with? What people have taught you the most? What people have you been most drawn to? Who's your soulmate? Have you met your twin flame? Mm. Look at the cycles with these people, repetitions. Yep. See the root cause of these repetitions, and that will help you on Definitely. your soul journey.
1: And I think as soon as. As soon as I realised these concepts of like, yeah, this person's like a karmic relationship, that helped me with so much understanding of why these experiences happen. Mm. Why, you know, sometimes I've lost people, why sometimes this has happened. Understanding that that was a karmic relationship has just been like, oh, like, okay, I get it now. Like, I accept that because it it makes sense. Yeah, it it taught me a lot. It makes sense. Yeah, it just had to happen. It was necessary. It just allowed me to be a lot more objective about things that feel really emotional. And
0: that's healing, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I've recently actually, I think I experienced a karmic relationship. Um, mm. So I was seeing this guy and um, we could feel the spiritual connection with each other. And I actually got a tarot card reading on him. And it said something like, yeah, you guys are going to heal each other. Like, it's a very... It's a very important connection for you both. So I was like, oh, it's going to be all lovey-dovey, (laughs) leaving each other. Like, oh, that's cute. Little did you know. Little did I know. Little
1: did you know. He crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, anyway, long story short, it just kind of exploded, and then we weren't in each other's lives anymore, But um, and no healing was done together. But the actual explosion opened a window and, like, showed me a bunch of unhealed stuff that I have and it was actually unrelated to him, but just what, like, the chain of events that happened and the triggers that it caused just opened a window into my past and everything kind of just connected together and I just realised, like, so much of what my soul needs to be, like, what my soul needs to heal from in order to elevate on its journey. And, yeah, so in a way, like, the tarot cards were literally right, like, it was, I don't know about him, (laughs) for me, like, it really was a healing process and I yeah. think that was definitely a karmic relationship. Yeah.
1: And I think that's like the perfect example of seeing how karmic relationships, these deep connections that we have, time doesn't matter, whether it's a long or short term connection. Yeah, it's just a very matter. short experience actually. It all happened within a few months. Two months. Two months yeah. and it's as if ten years happened. Honestly,
0: <laughs> honestly for real. So I think people measure the importance of a connection and the the quality of a connection, like based on how long you've known this person, like no, it's actually time is yeah. not a thing. If they've served their purpose for your soul within a week, mm. then you can still be a candidate for one of these categories. Well, I have a candidate that lasted a week. <laughs> <laughs> for which one? Karmic relationship.
1: Uh Yes, karmic for sure. Do tell, do tell. So, (laughs) was again a guy that I went on one date with and literally, maybe I'm crazy, but
0: (laughs) that is a possibility. These are all, we're open to them conclusions as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we went on one date and that date was just really, there was just energy there on that date. And You know, it went well. Then the next, like, week after that, he was like, yeah, I'm just, like, not ready for, like, what this is going to be if we do, like, give it a go. And I was just like, it's been one date, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Focusing. (laughs) And we didn't speak for, like, a bit, and then he did something weird again to try and hurt me (laughs) or to try and get a reaction. I don't know what it was. Very weird. Just strange behaviour. He didn't get it. And... (laughs) that just means that our karmic energy has been left on like on this weird motion and I just think it's not going to be solved in this lifetime I'll probably just meet him in another lifetime and it'll be so will something else will happen again because the way that happened it felt like we already had known each other before that did I tell you actually before I even met him in my head I was like this guy's so familiar he's so familiar he I recognize his face like Do I know him? And then when on that date, he
0: was like, "Do we know each other?" No way. Yeah, he was like, "Do we know each other?" I feel like we know each other. Crazy. I feel that's what made you realize it was a karmic relationship because Mm. there was just so much energy there. Even though there was only one meet, uh, yeah, there was you didn't talk for long at all, but there was so much energy there, and just the chain of events that happened that it was like an extension of something that's already happened before and it's going to be, it's going to continue. Definitely. So how do you feel like the karmic relationship you just described? Yeah. How do you feel like it helped your soul journey?
1: I think the reason for that experience for me was realizing that, you know, a connection can be so strong, but actually if it doesn't function in this lifetime... Then I don't need to be upset about it. Like I don't mm. need to be so like caught up in the situation. It just is what it is. And like we we continue. Like, mm. what is there else to do? And that I think I've learned that a few times in different uh Ways like with longer relationships yeah. or longer, whatever, or friendships. Like, I've learned that in yeah. different ways, but this was just another
0: yeah, way. Yeah, because of it was that. another, like, you've had this kind of similar situation happen a few times. This is yeah. one of your cycles. Yeah, yeah, this, this is, is one, one of, of your cycles. I think true. trying to compartmentalize. A spiritual connection with someone and a that's connection so in the practical sense, being able that's to compartmentalize true. that they don't coincide. Always coexist, exactly. Yeah. Realize that because we we connect, like we connect yeah, hard, we connect, and then we just think that that that's enough. Yeah. But it's 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 not. We're learning you that have it's to not be enough. Very like
1: yeah. In this lifetime, you have to work practically as well, um, as well as the spiritual way, if you want to
0: actually. Pursue someone and a hundred percent, but because everyone's so unhealed that even though you have that soul connection there, it just doesn't Does manifest it, in this yeah. realm or in a healthy way. Yeah, in a healthy way. <laughs> and we want healthiness, please. Yes, simplicity, please, people. Simplicity.
1: We've been saying this since January first, twenty twenty one. This year is about
0: simplicity. Have we achieved that yet? More, more so, more so. than last We're year. Getting yeah. there. Definitely more. more so. So. Yeah, like you know, people have purpose, and like even outside of these groups, every single person you meet. Mm -hmm. has a purpose in your soul journey because they all can help you learn about yourself. And if you learn about yourself, you learn about what you need to heal. And if you learn about what you need to heal...
1: You're healing the universe.
0: Yes, you're healing yourself, your soul. Human mirrors. We've been talking about human mirrors for time. We have.
1: Human mirrors has helped me a lot since we first discussed it, for sure. I think we
0: first discussed human mirrors and what they are back, like, months, months Months ago. ago. So, yeah, how I would kind of define human mirrors is that every single person that you meet in this world is literally just a mirror that shows you a reflection of yourself yeah what you find it easy to love in someone else is probably what you love in yourself or what you strive to love in yourself mm-hmm. what you hate in other people are probably things that you hate in yourself or things that there's trauma around or triggers around so like every single person that you meet how they make you feel how they make you react how they make you perceive them actually is a mirror that they are showing you to introspect and see that in yourself and learn mm-hmm. about yourself, and I think that's that's beautiful. And like, you can use everyone as a tool if you use everyone as a human mirror, everyone as a mirror that helps you look into yourself and learn about yourself.
1: Yeah, and because of the trauma that everyone holds through their soul journey, and because we're stuck in these cycles, their soul is carrying that. They're experiencing through their everyday lives. When we meet people, we are constantly reacting. People are constantly projecting their reactions as well. And that just means
0: that we end... We just continue the cycles, yeah. We we meet someone. Say we meet someone, they piss us off. We just... Observe that situation as this person is a bitch. Yeah. They pissed me off. Yeah. And then we just react. But really, what has actually happened is that they have triggered something unhealed within you that you're now projecting back onto them with your reaction. So actually, if you change your perception, instead of like putting it on the other person, that this person's a bitch. Yeah. And instead, you look into yourself, okay, what is it in me that yeah. feels triggered by this person's behavior, they are actually holding a mirror to show you something within yourself that mm-hmm. needs to be healed. And once you heal, then you're healing yourself on the soul journey. Yes,
1: yes. And I think on top of that as well, this is where you could see how human mirrors they exist with every single person every you single, meet. Every even the shopkeeper
0: like that yeah. you talk to for one second.
1: But also, I think this part is what shows really that a human mirror is every human you meet, yes. But also, I think if you look at your soul group and look at that concept with a soul group, you'll see that actually your inter- irritation might be a bit more stronger. A really good way is looking at how you react with your family and how you react with maybe that one aunt or uncle or something mm, that like yeah. annoys you so much yeah. like why
0: do they annoy you so much yeah like like with the people that are in your soul group the people that you consider yourselves to have karmic relationships with those are the most important human mirrors because that's where the reactions are the most vulnerable yeah and that's that's the biggest mirror into yourself yes and you had a human mirror experience with each other yeah we did
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we did so me and Kirsch think we are soulmates and that we have have a karmic relationship as well. Other day on Friday we had a bit of a beef ting. Beef. It was literally this one was beef. This is the thing with our beef. Like it's always stupid shit, but we always get so riled up about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's like <laughs> yeah. So like, I literally called him and I was like, "Why do we make each other so defensive? Yeah, like... we do. We just have a very de- like
1: I don't know what it is.
0: But... No, we do know what it is. We figured oh, it we out. do, we That's, do. What, this, that's <laughs> what we're saying. We do. <laughs> No, guys, we do know what it is because that's why we're telling you the story. We're not yeah. just chatting shit. Yeah, so default response is if I'm getting defensive by Uma, Uma's getting defensive by me to for her to be like, Kush is moving mad and yes. that's she's making me defensive. <laughs> but really, you need to, we looked into ourselves and we're like, what is it in me? Yeah. What is it in you? Yeah. Making you defensive, making me defensive. And we realised... Control. Control.
1: <laughs> control. We both want control of different slash certain things and... They're not it's not like excessive, like it's not something that comes up all the time Mm. but it does come up here and there and we'll both like have to check ourselves, like actually it's not that
0: deep. Yeah, so I think that made us realise that okay, there is an element within us. Well, there is a part of us that is controlling and where has that come from? Then you know, we talked about it and we're like, Yeah, there must be some some unhealed trauma where we haven't had control and now we we, we now
1: we somehow wanna make sure we get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So again, Human mirror. Human mirror. Human mirror. Exactly, exactly. Beautiful, beautiful concept. But again, just like on a minor scale, say you walk into the shop, you walk past this girl, you like her eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's something you notice, Mm -hmm. I feel if that's something that is the first thing that shows you that... this is. I'm just saying that even on the simplest level, that just shows about yourself that you prioritise someone's eyes or you like your own eyes. Eyes are important to you. Again, it just tells you... It does. Do just, on the, it even, does. That's like even on a minor scale, on a bigger scale like that. Yeah. Just but people are just mirrors. But yeah, but, but because we live in a society that doesn't enable growth, we're not taught to heal ourselves. We're not taught to look at things this yeah. way. And I feel like that's why like people don't even really think about the concept of human mirrors. And if we were to actually taught how to use these tools, mm. then we'd be. We'd probably not be stuck in the same reoccurring cycles, lives, yeah. we'll over be and over again. A, we would be a
1: lot more evolved, I think, Our as soul humans. Our would be much more But even more as evolved, humans, as a society, yeah, yeah. like, imagine if we actually... Obviously, it's hard to be objective and detached all the time. And I'm not even saying that's healthy. It's not. But imagine we were able to see things as, like, okay, this person, this interaction genuinely is to learn something we would be a lot more effective and loving, I think, as a society. Yeah. In it's an
0: important thing to really accept and, and kind of love and not see this as a as a, as a a sad thing, is that people being temporary in your life. I think that's something we both really learned recently, that people are so temporary, no matter how deep, like we said, <laughs> connection, yeah. no matter how deep the connection might be, the time might be so short because people are so temporary. And I think one reason for this is because people serve as human mirrors to us that it's important to change these mirrors change these lessons have different insights have different experiences because there's so many different parts of ourselves that we need to learn yeah
1: and having those insights just is a pathway to heal and that pathway to heal is healing the universe it's restoring the balance if you're thinking about the universe as you know, its own living thing and we are the universe living for the universe, you know. Mm-hmm. If the universe is living through us as well, yeah, like it's all yeah. of that, all, all, <laughs> it's yeah. because of that there's obviously this karmic energy that is around that's just getting balanced here and there. It's not a tick box job for the universe to complete, i.e.
0: I- all karma has been restored. Everyone's soul has now healed and everyone's journey is complete. Yeah. In
1: fact, that's how the mechanism of the universe is. It's just going to constantly be like that. It's a wave. Um, it's um,
0: the perfectness. It's the
1: imperfection of the perfectness that is in the universe because the universe yeah. is so perfect but so
0: imperfect at the same time. How I, how I visualise the karmic energy of the universe, I visualise it like a wave. But as... Like, eventually... Souls should be of what like our state of consciousness, like collectively, uh, our collective state of consciousness, should be evolving. Mm-hmm, yeah, collectively. Yeah. So I literally imagine it as a wave going up and down, but the waves are getting bigger and yeah. bigger as our consciousness is getting, as uh, getting more and more as evolved. As our souls are all on this journey, and we're all kind of collectively healing ourselves as a society more and more. Now that's becoming part of the culture, and
1: that's so interesting because I think that
0: is the soul journey being
1: able to experience all them waves? because generationally we're going through that generationally Mm -hmm. our soul is experiencing these different ways and that's probably why you can feel it because we are it (laughs) we are it um and that is the madness of a soul journey and our connections are interclated by that and like I read somewhere and it was saying the universe lets you experience everything at least once it lets you experience every life form at least once I think that's pretty cool like you know how some people are oh it's sad that that fly just died and it's like well you know that was it's just it's life experience two Mm -hmm. days like Mm. it's done it's fine mm. that's all. it needed what it needed to do and now it'll be on to its next journey
0: so just to conclude yeah there's signs in everything we've only focused on the signs you can find in the connections that you make and the people that you meet but there's signs in everything okay. if, you know omens everywhere and either we use these signs and we use the mechanisms and we evolve or we don't and we don't evolve and we keep repeating the cycles but either way life is just fun yeah and it's just all an experience and eventually you know even if you're being reincarnated a million times like me (laughs) you'll get there
1: (laughs) you will everyone will get there I think it's remembering that soul journeys and as in just generally any journey of growth It's not an incline. It's not an upwards incline. It's a up and a down and a turn around and a spin around and I'm going to go on the floor and lie and cry and then I'll be happy and then I'll be... Like, it's everything all at once. Yeah. It's it's so wave. Yeah. But I think that is the end of the episode. That is all from us
0: today. It is. Finally got here. Wait, can you just check it's not deleted? It's definitely not deleted. Not deleted. It's not deleted.
1: Nope.
0: Nothing's going to delete us but yes <laughs> um well, nothing's gonna delete us again <laughs> Uh yeah thank you guys for listening thank you so much
1: season two is back. back and follow our insta of course save our posts please yes um yeah we got a lot of love from season one so we're just excited to see the
0: reaction for season two as well yeah season one was great yeah, man. And we were gone for a hot minute, but we're back. Back and better. Sick.
1: Bye. 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 <laughs> Longest outro love <lava> I am, right? <laughs>